Thanks for stopping by. You are listening to the audio-only version of our episode. You can catch our streams live on YouTube, Kick, and from our Facebook page. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to get updates about our schedule. All our links are in the description below and at links.chaoticallybalanced.com. Thanks! Let's head into the adventure. Oh, that's going to be fun to try to align because that was a solid, like, five or six seconds, and it's never that easy to align. <clears throat> also, we're not muted this time, so that's also good. We are a little late this week, but uh, we're here. So, without further ado, welcome, fellow adventurers, nerds, and neurodivergents. Sit back, stay hydrated, and prepare yourselves for tonight's chaos. After encountering, encountering a major storm... Losing an island and squabbling, these seafarers came across some good weather and peaceful rest. They conversed, ate, and made a merriment, until a floating object came across the side of the ship on their second-to-last day of travel. Everyone kept an eye, but Poppy was particularly not happy. Yanor, failing to control the animalistic instincts of her otherwise docile pet beast, was unable to control her, and Poppy dove at the object. There was a large roaring, and a large beast clung to the side of the ship. Combat ensued, and Poppy went down. Kraka almost joined her. After a few rounds, they took down the beast and cleared the ship, recovered their allies, and encountered another restful rest of the day and night. Now that they awaken they are on what should be their final day of travel so we pass it to the group of you as you wake up on this peaceful if not a little chilly of a morning What are we doing? I mean, I would, um, I get up, I would get up and do our captain things because I got to make sure we're doing these things. get up and start looking for something to eat. Yeah, can I swing by the kitchen too real quick and then take it up Is what Kim like warbly and mumbly to everybody else? Because I can barely hear him. Yeah, well Keen, you're a little mumbly. I can make it out, but it's a it's a little wobbly. As everybody wanders their way down to the kitchen area, you guys will find me. I'm already cooking breakfast for y'all. And what a breakfast it is. Uh, You're able to use the leftovers that were from yesterday's as uh, inspiration for today's breakfast. More of a... uh, 
throw everything into an omelet type of breakfast, though, and less of a extravagant spread. Can you hear me now? Oh, that's much better. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so you guys all go wake up, eventually making your ways downstairs. There's a nice spread of different omelets uh, available. I grab an omelet real quick. Say my good mornings. Hope y'all slept well. And then I'm just going to get back upstairs. Hopefully we can get in support today. If everybody's downstairs at once, Lala will sneak out while there's nobody on deck. Sneak out to... Okay. Oh, yeah. Sneak out from your hiding spot. Yeah. Okay. Are you going downstairs to eat? Yeah, once, you know, everybody's down there. Yeah. So it's all the you can obviously down. hear them going down and everything. So, yeah, I'd say you've been able to do it thus far. You can do it again. But yeah, she'll go down to eat. Inor, are you joining them or are you staying with uh, Poppy? I'm joining them. Poppy is going to get her own food. You guys all hear happy squawks as Poppy launches off the deck having permission this time to dive into the ocean and presumably is probably catching her own food. Who wants to call heads or tails? Tails. That's heads. That's unfortunate for everybody. We are all down here eating. Poppy is over here in the ocean somewhere, probably further out from the boat, so she's not in the wake. Joaquim, you would sense a, a, a disturbance in the magics around you all. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Detect magic. Well, you, you... I mean, you don't <laughs> have to, but you can. <laughs> As you detect magic, this thing appears. What the fuck? Next to you. This... large... humanoid-like creature... It's got these elongated fingers with sharp claws at the end. It's got some wings on the back of it. Uh, it's got pointed, if not curly ears. Its teeth are sharp. It's got a long tongue and its eyes are like slits. Uh, so I would, seeing this, does it look hostile? That screeches at you. Everyone has to roll initiative. Oh, shit. Okay, no problem. It looks uh, horrifying. It does look pretty horrifying. Um, where the hell did this thing come from?
did I sense that it just kind of appeared out of nowhere, like it poured it in, or because you cast detect magic immediately? Yes, it it yeah. it appeared from nowhere. Okay, weird, but we'll deal with it. Uh, because you detected magic, you sense another one's presence as well. Shit! Above you, on the deck. There's another one. I tell that to the rest of the group. Let's deal with one at a time. Technically. Perhaps we can uh, bottleneck them. And then... Uh, oh, God. Kraka, you're, you're... I don't know what you're doing, but it's very loud. Trying to pull boots out of mud. All right. Well, at the top of the round is Kraka. So once he uh, gets his mic fixed. Nah, it's still wonky. It could be Discord. Tried uh, leaving and yeah, there you go. By now, that's good. It was Discord. Yeah, like when we were the other day. Yeah, it is your turn. Top of the round. You have right. a plate of food in your hands. I mean, your dress and your weapons are at your side, but you—you you, you guys were in the middle of breakfast. Um. And you heard Joaquin say that there's one on the main deck. That was a bar problem. All right. Well. Uh, hmm. I guess the only thing I really can do is just uh, dart right towards this uh, hissing, flying, fairy-looking thing and uh, break it. What are you hitting it with? Um, good question. I'll just, I'll just strike it with my light hammer. Your light hammer? Yeah, I gotta remember. I gotta keep remembering what weapons I have. I just want to keep it with my fist, but I forget I have weapons. You have, you have, you have two light hammers. The, the plus, plus two. two. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, and make your attacks. 17. 17 hits. Why is that green? Did that show up for green for everyone? It did. That's yeah. 11 points of damage. 
Okay. I don't know. And um, as a bonus action, I'm going to follow up with uh, a claw attack. Well, yeah, I can use my claws as an unarmed to strike, correct? Yes. We talked about this last yes, time? Yes, we did, we did determine that, yes. Yeah, I'm not going to use furry blows. I'm just going to hit him with it because I have two, two weapons fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, You so you can just hit him with a claw attack. That's fine. Fifteen. Just barely hits. AC is fifteen. Oh, and uh, that light hammer would have been a sneak attack, by the way. Oh yeah, because you went first. So go ahead and add your sneak attack damage. Uh, There's seven points. Where's that at? Where do I find it at? Yeah, where do I find that at? Uh, all? Scroll it down. Uh, yeah, if you under all actions and scroll all the way towards there the bottom, is. it should be there. Yeah. Apologies. Um, sneak attack gets to add gets to be added when you when what? Well, seeing that I'm a swashbuckler, um, if you if you have advantage on the attack, then you can have sneak attack. Or if um, <clears throat> there's another opponent within five feet of of him. Uh, my concern is that none of us are technically within five feet, are we? Like, right. I think I'm just outside of five feet. But he right. also has Rakish Audacity, um, which uh, adds an additional way to add his sneak attack. He doesn't need advantage on attack roll. Um, and he can use a sneak attack creature if he is within five feet of it, and no other creature um, within five feet of him, and he doesn't have a disadvantage. I'm, yeah, the swashbuckler. It's a, it's a swashbuckler specific trait. Yeah, so a swashbuckler really cool. can basically Thank sneak you. attack anytime. Yeah, that's really once, cool. Thank once you. per turn, he can sneak attack as long as all those criteria are met, and currently, they are because no one else is within five feet of Kraka. Yep. But then, if there is somebody else within five feet, wouldn't the regular sneak attack rules apply? That's five to feet it? of you, not five feet of the other creature. Isn't it five feet of? If another creature is with, if so, you also gain another way to use your sneak attack. You don't need advantage on the attack roll to use your sneak attack against a creature if you are within five feet of it, and no other creatures are within five feet of you. And that's with the the audacity. Correct. Correct. So that means if someone's standing next to you, you don't you can't use it. Okay. Thank you. But you do get it on that attack because Joaquin's just outside of that five foot range with you. That is the end of your turn, Kraka. It is now these things' turns. Um, this top one is gonna just go. Oh. Oh, that didn't actually do anything. <laughs> Boop. Did that do something? Nope. No. How about this? Boop. That did something. That did something. Disappeared. Yeah. Now you don't know where it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
the other one's gonna go. It's not gonna do anything else. It's just, I mean, it's, I'll have that one hold an action, just in case. But I doubt anything gonna come of it. This one, the one that you were attacking, Kraka. It's gonna, it's gonna strike you back. Ooh, that's a, that's a 24. To me? Yes, to hit you. Uh, yeah, because I'm at 19. So yeah. Ooh. 17 points of slashing damage. Ouch. Plus seven points of force damage. I'm down. Oh. Whoa! Let's see. And a 1d4, what happens? So it did. Uh, you also lose wealth equal to 240 gold. Is my is my hey, health even you. right? What the fuck? Wait, no, your health, health. You should have been. You should have been at uh, full health. Right, but is my full health twenty three? I don't know. Did you roll your hit dice? I think I did. I'm gonna go back and double check. Uh, that's a, it's pretty uh, low for everybody. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> so hold on. All right. Let me let me go ahead. Go ahead and roll that continue. real quick. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna check your. Yeah, you lose uh, 240 gold worth of wealth. Rock. 230, you said? 204. I just took it off. 240. Okay. And then I'll wait till you. Because if you're not down, it'll do something. If you are down, it'll do something. Both of those are different. Um, luckily, your hit dice are all the same. You roll 48 because you get 8 on the first one. So we'll take the 17, we'll subtract the 2 from that. 17 plus 8 is 25. Plus 23. Yeah, so in your character sheet, just for rolled HP, put 25. Uh, if you go okay. back to. I can do it because yep. I'm looking yep. at it, but it, yeah. Just put 25, and then it'll add the 20 for your constitution. And that should put you, yep. So you were at, there we go. It did your HP for you. So you're at 22 hit points. Okay. Well, hold on. Because there was a, uh, you rolled a D4 after that. Oh, wait. 17. The D4 was to, the D4 was to see an effect. So it was well, 24, okay. 24 damage, and you would have right. been at full health because you're coming off of a, a long rest. So I would actually be at 21. Wait, no. Yeah, 45 yeah. minus 24, 21. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, everyone, you're coming off of a long rest. So if you are not at full anything, go into your sheet real quick before we get to your turn and do long rest. You did sleep for two nights technically before this. Uh, it...
It is going to... It has what? It did... So it has 240 gold on it right now. Let's see. Okay. So... Quick math! Because for some reason... It's not coming to me right now. Okay. It uses another action to... Uh... You see, you guys watch as... The gold... that He swipes at Kraka. And then you see gold just... It's in its hand as he swipes. And he looks down at his hand, and he just kind of eats the gold. And some of the injuries Kraka just inflicted on him heal. Son of a bitch. On it, I should say. Not sure if it's a him or her. It's an it, definitely. Uh, and then it's going to strike again. That's a 15, though. That's a miss. So that misses. So your second strike, you're anticipating, Kraka, and you just kind of weave out of the way. Well, Keem, it's your turn. Uh, so I will move. All right, so as Joaquin moves, I'm going to bonus action, uh, toss the animated shield on my back into the air, and I'll do like a little whistle, and it'll kind of hover around me. Okay, so you and got the animated will... shield active. Yep. And then I will... Uh... Alright, so now, uh, as, re- as, a, as I recall, based on what we discussed before, if you have the uh, Hex Warrior and the Pact of the Blade, you can... Uh, you would be able to create a two-handed weapon... Uh, as your pack weapon. Yes, you'd be able to, we yes. Determined. We determined that you'd be able to create a two-handed weapon as your pack weapon with those as your warlock traits. Uh, and okay. it would be a weapon made of Eldritch Shadow because it's basically the Eldritch energies that are granting you this strength. Yep. So as he tosses the shield in the air in one hand, uh, you then see it start floating around him, and then he moves into flanking position with Kraka, and he claps his hands together. And then as he separates them, in between his hands, you see Eldritch uh, shadowy energy kind of coalesce into a great sword that he uh, uh, kind of cocks and gets ready to, and takes a battle stance. Um, right. And that is all I can do, so that will end my turn. Okay, so you're just preparing yourself. Yep. Now, just uh, FYI, um, any attacks against him are at disadvantage because of the uh, cloak. Because of your cloak of displacement. Yep, until you're hit. Yes. Until I am hit, correct. So, what I did is I added a great sword to your inventory. And it is currently on okay. your action sheet. We just have to, one of us has to remember to remove it once it disappears. 
Gotcha. Until you have an actual packed weapon that you bind to yourself. Yep. All right. Yanor. It is you and your hippogriff's turn, but Poppy is currently just eating. Is she close enough that I could scream and she could hear? If I screamed, someone 50 feet away could definitely hear it. Okay, so I'm going to scream for her to get to the boat to help. Okay. What is her fly speed? 60 feet. So she could get here in time, right? Okay. I forgot about that. You already screamed. Yeah. Okay. So she would just be on the deck now? Okay. That's right. She goes after me. Uh... Smack. Right here. Okay. Eight plus the one D six. The ten. Uh it's flashing and then the one D six is radiant. And then I wanna throw on uh level one smite. Which one is that? 38. Nine. Why is that blue? Um. How hurt does it look? It tickled it. It tickled it? I'm gonna smack it again. Dirty uh, DM, your voice got dirty. Got uh got got low. I can't hear you. Can you hear now? Yes. Okay. Does a dirty twenty hit? A dirty twenty does hit. And then I'm gonna throw a level two smite. I believe that's 3d8. Let me double check. Yeah. What's with the colors? I don't know. Is it because the I rolled the lowest and then the blue is because I rolled the, the 8, which was the highest? Maybe. <laughs> but the 10's red too. Because well, there's a one in there. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I'm using the spelljammer's dice. Would that do anything? But on the on her on her custom roll, the blue one, there was a one in there. That is true. But there's also an eight. Uh, I don't know. Well, red and green make 
blue. So, is it that smart? <laughs> All right. Uh, we go to Hoppy's turn. Poppy's turn. I combine the hippogriff and Poppy, and it becomes Hoppy. foot fly speed uh, so she hears you and squawks and and it comes back she lands on the deck she sniffs around uh, she could probably get to like there that's it Lala it is your turn. Quiet, peasant, and finish the dishes. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Lala is going to throw her psychic blade. Twice. That's uh, interesting. A twenty. <laughs> Okay, a 20 hits, and this is psychic damage, right? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Well, um, that didn't go correctly. What? <laughs> Should just be the, the yeah, 1d6 it's plus 1d6 4. plus 4, yeah. But I don't, there we go. So that's eight. Now it's starting to look a little hurt. Is there anything else that you're doing? Um. Yeah. You're going to bonus action hide. There's, I think that this is a barrel or a hole. What is this thing? There are cargoes tied down and whatnot. So I would say get there, roll a stealth check. you are also a little person. Yes, come here, baby. Stop smacking me. Is it working? There it is. Oh, I I, we're just waiting for it to come through. That's a natural one. I'm sorry. That is a natural one. That means I get an inspiration. True. I have those. Let's do that. Okay. <laughs> then you can inspiration that and reroll. Thank you. I forgot those existed. <laughs> the 15. 15 for stealth? Okay. We will keep that in mind. You are hidden for the time. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Deedle, 
It is your turn. All right. Um, real quick, I have one quick question. Um, yes. For her stealth check, um, in order to see her, I would need to have a passive perception that meets that. Meets or beats. Okay, so then technically I can see what she's doing because my passive perception is 15. You could see what she was doing beforehand because she was standing up. Okay. So you would have watched her okay. hide. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Thank you. She's not Sorry. trying to hide from you. I just know she's generally sneaky, so if she's trying to be sneaky, mm -hmm. I just want to keep an eye out for it. Okay. Go ahead, Deedle. Alright, I'm going to take out my longbow. Okay. And take a couple shots. Go ahead and... You get wow. one shot. Oh. Because you don't have two two attacks yet. Oh, that's right. Uh, I That should be coming up for those of you who are single-classing it. Um... No, a 12 does not hit. All I can really do right now. Are you going to move or are you going to stay there? Uh, yeah, I'm going to move. Right there. Right, I'm done. Braca, we're back up to the top of the round with you. <clears throat> I'm kind of pissed that it just stole and ate my gold. They need all of it. Only some of it. I don't care if it was one piece. Uh, so I'm just gonna swing my hammer at it again and follow up with a flurry of blows. Oh, you're and gonna that, 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 that hits, and you're gonna go right into a flurry of blows. Go ahead and roll damage on that. That is eight. Okay. All right. Fifteen. Uh, Fifteen on the claws, just barely hits. An eight. Another eight points of damage, and then your second hit for Flurry of Blows. Ooh, that one misses. I can't see my dice is on top of it. Fourteen. Ah. Uh, all right, and then, uh, yeah, it's not going to steal any more of my gold, so I'm going to run back here and, uh, like, damage oh. barrels. You have advantage on all those strikes. Oh, I do. Well, before yes. I move, I will pull my guy back here. And, so, uh, just in case you get a natural 20, re-roll each of them. Okay. Uh, there's that one. The light hammer. Well, nah, it's still nope. hit, but not natural 20. You do get yep. sneak attack, because sneak attack refreshes, so you get sneak attack on the first hit. Um, gotta go under all, not actions. 
sneak attack. I believe you could also go under special. And then reroll each of the claws to see if oh, one of them. Okay. Yeah, other or special, yeah. Uh, Here's the first claw. First claw, see if it's just a natural 20. Or, yeah, no, that's not oh, a natural 20. Here's the second one might hit. 18. Your second one does hit. Seven. Okay. And then I'm going to turn around and run behind these. As so. you go to run, it gets an attack of opportunity. No, it doesn't. My fancy footwork of oh, my swashbuckler that's right. that out. Swashbuckler can't be hitford with an attack of opportunity. At at as long as I as long as I attack it. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you attack it, you can't be hit with an attack of opportunity. So you can't get attacked when you leave. So you all see Kraka just whip out his hammer, just smacks the thing, and then two claw strikes just across the just, the thing's shrieking now. It's bleeding. It doesn't look pleasant. The blood is this weird viscous dark purplish black blood yeah it was more like i hit him with the hammer and a claw attack and then i spun around with like a roundhouse and hit yeah. him hit him with the foot and when my foot hit him i pushed off of him and darted backwards behind the barrel i didn't know you were a ninja turtle that's basically how he built his character Now we go to the fey creature's turns. Uh, the invisible one's gonna stay where it is. And wherever it is, it doesn't do anything. According to that rule. Joaquin, be happy that it didn't do anything. You'll find out where it is. Uh, let's see. What would this one do? I can't decide. I roll a d100. So it is going to... Yanor and Joaquim, specifically, the thing disappears in front of your eyes. As in it just poofs away? You can still feel its presence. Mm. But it okay. has disappeared from physical sight. Okay. And it's gonna do... Some Omnoms. Joaquim, it's your turn. 
It's still down here. You know it's not in front yeah. of you anymore, but you can still feel its presence. It's down here somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't do much. So you have so much magic. I'm sorry? You have yeah, so much magic. That, but nothing that helps me see an invisible creature. Oof. So that'll have to be something I have to address in the future. Uh yeah, it's an action. Uh Um, can I use my action to cast detect magic? Uh, searching for where it is, because detect magic does tell you the location. Yep, and it would actually, I would be able to, uh, if I sense magic in this way, I can use my action to see a faint aura around any, vis uh, any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. Correct. So you won't um, see the faint orb around it currently, but you would discern its location. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, so you use detect magic. Detect magic is what, 30 feet? Yep. We have to do some, some checking here. It is within that range. Uh, it is right, right in front of the stairs here. All right, I saw where Lala went to hide, so I'm gonna say that Lala, it is, it is, what it is, it is right on the other side of what you're hiding, and I'm gonna say that so that everybody can hear it. Mm -hmm. Um. And I already used my action, so I can't really do anything else. Um, you can technically cast a cantrip because you didn't cast a damaging spell. Ooh. Okay. Uh, in that case, thank you for the that. Bonus action cantrip based on our rules. Even though you cast a spell, it didn't do damage, so you can cast a cantrip as a bonus action. Alright, um, in that case, I will... And you still have movement. I'll focus... Yeah, oh, I do still have movement. Uh, so let's move first. So ruler. So as I move, I'm gonna stay... I'm gonna move... Right here. And I'm going to say, it's right in front of me. And I'm going to point here. No, it was in front of the stairs. So. You go, it was, it's in front of the stairs. So it's right in front of you, oh, right? Yeah. Where I just put you. Yeah, it's right in front of you now. Yep. Okay. So then I'm You go to run and problem. then you run into something. Yeah, and then as soon as I do that, I, uh, I'm going to swing my, my sword and I'm going to cast a booming blade. Okay. But this will so be Booming Blade, you make an attack roll. Yep. 
So why is it at disadvantage? We'll give you. Oh, because uh, I can't yeah. see him. Because you can't technically yep. see him. Yeah. Even though you know where he is, you can't see him. Yep. Uh, it doesn't negate it, unfortunately. Oh, I am going to use a hero point. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so let me subtract one. And then that's a D6. Nice. I think that hits. That does hit, because that's a 17. Whew. So you All do right. your weapon attack so, damage, and then uh, it won't take damage unless it moves. Correct. So, slashing. 13. Does your packed weapon count as magical? Uh, I would believe so, yeah, because it's a magical weapon. Um, I mean, let me, let me check. I think it does. I think pack weapons count as magical because you're imbuing them. Uh, pack magic. Pack magic. Yep, and it counts as magical. Yep, you transfer That's all the magic. I needed. Okay. Um, and I can't do anything else. That's a nope. action bonus action movement. All the buttons. But there is blood sprayed now there, so you know you definitely hit it, and you could hear it screech as well. Nice. Let me double check it. Okay, so that does not end its invisibility. Yanor. Rats. It is your turn. So watching that, I would know where it's at right now. Yes. Uh, I smack. Where are you moving to? Like, I, I just scooched over a little bit. You have to be there. Okay. It's in front of Joaquin, not behind. I can't tell which way he's facing. He did the, the pinpoint. Well, I know I, it's right there in front of him, but if, I, if yeah. I'm just over here, wouldn't I be on the other side of him? Oh, well. Right there. Where the blue thing was. A twenty-six a, a twenty-six hits. I'm gonna do a level two smite on that as well. Apologies. If she's not flanking with me, that would be a disadvantage because she still can't see it. That's true. You're not flanking, so reroll the, the tackle. Unless you want to move to flank. It's a twenty-four, it's still hit. Oh, it it doesn't matter. Where would I move to flank? Uh, right. Map right there. Okay, so it's right there. You still hit either way. Okay, well, I'm flanking now. Your damage didn't come through. Try rerolling it. Yeah. And then that. So six plus five plus three D eight. I am rolling Ooh. really bad. That's 16 points of damage. I smack again. That hits. That, your last one hit, so that one hits. Okay. And a level one spike. That's all I've got left. Oh my god. 
also hit. How hurt does it look? It's invisible. How much <laughs> blood is on the floor? A lot. A lot. Okay. Would I know anything about this or no? Your sole focus for the past few months has been criminal activity. You don't know much about fey creatures. But I know it's fey. You could deduce by the way it appeared that it's a fey creature. Okay. Joaquim also could deduce that from the magic that he sensed. Alright. So that's really all I can do. Okay. Um, how close am I to Kraka? Ten foot diagonal. Okay. Because it's on a diagonal. Yeah. Like, if he was reaching an arm out, you could touch his arm. Okay. And would Poppy still be trying to come down to me, or no? It's up to you if you don't give her another command. I'm, I'm gonna scream for her to hurry up. Okay. And that's it. It is Poppy's turn now. Make a wisdom check for Poppy. Instinct versus obedience. Mm-hmm. But does she want to protect you or does she want to get down to you is the question. A 19? Okay. You hear her pattering around the back of the ship, like right above you, just kind of slowly. And then, she just comes down the stairs. That's all she does. She can't do anything else. She doesn't know where it is. You said come to her. You didn't say what to attack. She has no idea where it is. She just, she's here with you now. She looks very agitated. Lala, it's your turn. Lala will pop out from her hiding space with her short bow and shoot at it. So, because you were hiding, that would give you advantage. It's invisible, which is disadvantage. Oh, no. Lala can see it. Check her weapons. <laughs> Blindsight. The dagger of blindsight. Uh, you have advantage on that roll. <laughs> okay. I'll just And if it. you are a rogue, you also have sneak attack. I do. Maybe I, uh yeah. twenty three hits, obviously. Oh but we'll see if you get a dirt a natural twenty. No, that was worse. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Uh twenty three hits. 
So I'll add my sneak attack as well to this. Damage. She's saying my character name. And then sneak attack damage. Because you're pure rogue, so you'll do more than Kraka does. She is... Why... I'm trying to find it and I can't remember. Do you know what it is? Uh, 3D6. Wow, two sixes. 16. I am corrected. You cannot see invisible creatures with blindsight. Really? When I searched blind it. Blindsight means that you can see without eyes. What? I yeah. do not think blindsight allows you to see invisible creatures. Well, when I specifically Googled it, it said so, but I mean, it's your uh, rule. It's two creatures so. with echolocation eyes. Uh, uh. Yeah, I just, I Googled Ken. Uh, mm -hmm. Blind sight, see invisibility. That's an interesting. I know it's real. It's your call. So, but that's when I googled it. That's what it said. So that's why I just went with it. Surroundings without relying on sight. I mean, I'm not like. I guess I interpret it is I can't really like see it, but I know. I would. I would say because it specifically says you have a heightened sense, so it's like you're using your sixth sense. I would call that a sense above detect magic and grant you the way that we have been rolling. Cool. Uh, that's one D&D, &D, not 5e. Mm -hmm. uh, what my search came up with. Well, yeah, she, uh, Courtney searched too. It was one D and D, not five E. However, okay. they're very I, similar I, I, in <laughs> rules, um, and I would call it as that because of the way that it is phrased. I would put it: detect magic's probably just below the point at which you would be able to purely sense it. You're using pure senses. Detect magic is using magic. Mm -hmm. So blind sight would be between detect magic and see invisibility. Sounds good. Based on what I'm thinking. So, yeah. rolls like stay the same. You hit. You did your 9 damage. And then 16 sneak attack damage. Yes. Well. You shoot your little short bow. Relying on... Uh, we'll call it... the. Uh, we'll, we'll call it something similar to what Toph does. Because you are an Earth Genasi. I like that. <laughs> um, not the same because there is tremor sense, which is technically exactly what Toph does, but something similar, and you get it right between the eyes. Joaquim and Yanor, you see this grotesque bleeding thing with an arrow through its head just appear splattered on the ground. Well, 
for now. Give it a thumbs up. Oh, yep. Combat is paused. Since the last. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just since the last thing that was said was Joaquin telling all of us where it was and whatnot. Lala's just gonna look at him when it splats on the floor and be like, "I knew where it was." Uh, Joaquin, with like detect that. magic, because detect magic does last for a little bit, so it's still up. Yep. Uh, you sense the other one is somewhere in the vicinity of your quarters. Yep. And I immediately notice that I get an annoyed look on my face, so I'm just looking to go upstairs right now. Well, you're we're in fluid initiative now because. Okay. Then I push past the hippogriff. Okay. Where are you Watch going? Watch out, big one. Uh, so I'm going to run. For that matter, where's everyone going? Because you see Joaquin run upstairs. I'm following. Right here. And I want to... What am I detecting? Uh, it's... It technically hasn't moved yet. Um, it's like between 10 and 15 feet in front of your door on the other side. Inside my room? Yes. I still have my shadow weapon out, so I'm going to run in there. And I'm going to say that's going to be, well, go ahead, because that would have still just been all movement. Yep. And uh, I will, uh, I guess I'll ready an attack um, in case anything tries to attack me. So you're going to hold an attack waiting to be attacked? Yes. Okay. Because I can't see it. Like, I know Correct. where it is. Correct. And but I, I have a, a general, yeah, but I can't see it. So if I swing Correct. at it, it's going to be a disadvantage. So. I'm going to hold. Okay. See if it attacks me. You know where you were following him? How closely? Poppy starts getting super excited. Uh, let's see. Let's go to... Deedle, since you didn't really get a turn last ra last uh, round, so Deedle, what are you going to do seeing them all run upstairs? I'm gonna follow. Kraka? Um... I'm going to pull out uh, where is it? Yeah, potion of healing and drink it. Okay. Uh, action or bonus action? Um, bonus action. Go ahead and roll. And two G four. G four plus four. 
So five, so nine. Yes. You heal nine HP. And then you have action and movement still. And uh, I just seen everybody run upstairs. So I'm gonna go and run upstairs. And um, so that was what about 20 feet maybe? Oh, hi. Nice to see you there. Thanks for stopping by and enjoying the show. You can support us further by leaving a like and review. Spread the fun by sharing with your friends, as we're sure they'll have a good time. You can also help us by heading over to chaoticallybalanced.com forward slash support, link in the description below, and seeing what exclusive content is available to you. All right, it's time to get back into the adventure. I'd say uh, 25. Okay. Unless you stay in the stairwell, then it's 20. Um, well, I don't really know exactly what's going on. Everybody's in the way. I see everybody just standing there. So I'm just going to uh, stand back here and like brace for anything. Okay. La la. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to ready attack, basically. So you're holding a, just an attack with your light hammer? Um, with my whip. With your whip. Okay. Yeah. La la. Everyone runs upstairs. What are you doing? I guess I will go up too, but I'm being stealthy and kind of hiding the whole way. So I say if you're going up and you're going to be stealthy. Uh... There goes your two. I know. <laughs> oh, you daughter. You can probably actually hide behind uh, Poppy as long as she doesn't move. Sounds good. You have enough movement to get there. You don't have enough movement to get behind any of the stuff on the upper deck as it's less cluttered. That's okay. Poppy is good cover. The thing is going to have its turn. I have to determine what the thing is going to do. Because the thing is now trapped. thing's gonna lash out. Oh, Joaquin, detect magic is 10 minutes? I believe so. Okay. Uh, the magical presence in the room moved to your left. Good. And it attacks you with advantage. Yep. Well, actually, no, it's a straight roll because my cloak negates the advantage. That is true. So I'll just take the first one, which is a 15, making that a 22. Well, that uh, would have been the first d20. I am going to shield. You're going to use shield as a reaction? Yep. Right. Yep. So that will boost me to 23, I believe. Yes. It'll boost you up to 23, so that attack actually misses. And then I would, uh, that would trigger my held action, right? 
Yes. So you can go ahead and make your strike. But this would be a disadvantage, correct? No, he's not invisible anymore. Invisibility broke. Oh, okay. You guys are lucky. These aren't the ones that can uh, stay invisible while they attack. I can't throw those one at you. That would be a TPK. That's a 22. That hits. Um, can I actually... Shit, I already did the attack. No, never mind. You only held an attack with your sword. That's right. And that was a bad roll, but... And that it's used ten. my reaction, correct? Does the held action use a reaction? You know... Because if that's the case, then uh, you can negate that, because I already shielded. Yes, a held action does use your reaction. Okay, we don't have, never mind. We don't have uh, homebrew rules for that, because that'd be too much. Then I did not attack. So you did not attack. So we nope. do not do damage. But you did shield and increase your AC until the start of your next turn. Correct. So there's that. Uh, it is going to make its second strike against you. Um, with disadvantage, because it technically didn't hit you the first time. That is a 15. I'm going to use my inspiration. To make it scary. That's not scary. That's an 11. <laughs> That's less scary. That's less than 15. It just thrums um, off of like the shield. Yeah, it's it's claw. It's now like the the beast trying to get in, just scratching at the glass. However. It still has its bonus action. Boop. Boop. It moved. Where do I sense it? Yeah, where am I sensing it right to get now? There. I have to figure out how much movement has left. On your bed. You, you little shit. And I, everybody hears him yell that. Uh, it is Kraka's turn. Because we're back in initiative order. Is this like a... He's like blocking the doorway, isn't he? Just you can <laughs> technically move through a friendly creature's space. Like okay. you can kind of squeeze and shimmy through, technically. You just what can't I, stand in the same space. I'm gonna say, what if I want to throw something through? He's in the way. <laughs> okay. Excuse me, Sandbox. Uh, if you shifted like in direct line, you could throw something through the door if you wanted to, depending on what you're trying to accomplish. Stand in the doorway, prepare to have shit whiz by your head, sir. Kraka. Alright, seeing that I'm a small creature, 
Would I be able to... I know I can pass through their spaces, but would I be able to, like, come out beneath Joaquim's legs? Like, stand underneath Joaquim's legs? No, like, since he's standing in the doorway, I pass through the doorway, but, like, under his legs. Yeah. You can run through under their legs. Uh, so I'm just gonna, like... You'd have around. to go under Yanor's as well, and Deedles, or Poppies. Well, then I'm just gonna zigzag my way between all their between all their legs and get into the room here and see what he was yelling about. Alright, well, everyone, Kroka runs underneath all your legs and gets into the room. Um... You don't see anything. I just kind of look at Joaquin to see what he was yelling about, and once again, brace for an attack if I see anything. Okay. Are you using your whip again, or are you going to use a hammer? I'm going to use the whip, because I don't know where it is, and it's out of range, I have, I still probably hit it. Okay. Can I point it over to my bed? I mean, you can... Kroka's not doing a lot, so... You can... He can kind of talk a little bit. Yeah, I'm just gonna look at Kroka. It's like... Okay, well... Clever move, but... And then I'm gonna say... It's over there. On my bed. I just... Crack the whip on top of the area above his bed. Okay. Uh, you make an attack, it'll be at disadvantage. Eleven. You're just high, and your whip doesn't make contact with anything. Then I'm going to bonus action dodge. Okay. Bend your key point. Oh no. That's no, rogue. That's, that's, yep. That's rogue. Alright, bonus action dodge. It is this thing's turn. <clears throat> the thing, technically, didn't hit you, Joaquin. And your shield is still up. It did not like scratching against the surface of that. You feel it right in front of you and in front of Kraka. Uh, it going to make an attack against Kraka. Advantage because it's invisible. Disadvantage because it dodged. So it's a straight roll. Everyone gets an inspiration because that's a natural one. <sighs> Bonus action.
Well, Keem, how big are the windows in your room? I'm not very big at all. Um, maybe... Like portholes? Maybe two feet. Uh, yes. Yes. It's going to strike at you, Joachim, using its second attack. I don't know if that's smart. That's a 26. A disadvantage. Oh, well, it's, it's still invisible? It, was, it used its bonus action to go invisible again before its second attack. Uh, I will. Do I have my reaction back? You do not. I don't. Ooh. No, it hasn't been your turn yet. <laughs> since you nope, shielded. Then I. Then that is gonna hit. Yeah. You take ten points of slashing damage. Yep. And five points of force damage. Is Joaquim within five feet of me? Yes. Can I do the fighting style interception? Yes. All right. I do that. Roll your, uh, there should be a button for it. Eh, it might not it's be. It's not, it's just 1d10 plus three. Go ahead, roll d10 and add three. So, minus seven points. So, Joaquim, you uh, take seven points off damage, so you can add seven back to your HP. Thanks, Jen. No problem. Uh, however, Joaquim, you still yep. took... What was that? Eight points of damage. Mm -hmm. uh, so you lose 80 gold. Oh, did you already take it or? I'm checking to see. Yep, you have the gold for it to take, so you lose 80 I gold. Do. do I feel that it took the gold? You do. You son of a... You see it as well in its hand. And then... It's no longer invisible? No, it's not invisible. When it attacks, it... Gotcha. It eats a very small. Oh, it doesn't have to actually, and that's a one, so it actually technically doesn't eat any gold. You see, it goes to eat the gold, but then it's kind of distracted by its surroundings. Uh, it can't do anything else. Wakim, it's your turn. You now have your reaction back. Joaquin. Sorry. Uh, so... 
Your AC um, goes back down to normal, however. Yep. So I can see it now. So yes. let's. Oh, why? Why am I moving? Oh, because I'm. I should be moving. Oh, why am I moving everybody? That's weird. What are you trying to do? Oh, no, just trying to flank with Kraka. Okay. And then, um. Again, we'll do the same thing. So. Richard? Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna cast a spell. So we'll do Booming Blade. Okay. So then I have to make the sword slash as an attack. Yes. And that should hit. That does hit. So here's the slash. And then if it moves, I do the damage. Yes. Uh, and then bonus action. I uh, can't. I'm not going to do anything else. Do it. Uh, so I will. End. Okay. You know. I'm gonna run up and smack. Twenty-one hit. A twenty-one does hit. We have ten flashing, five radiant, and then a level one smite, which is two D eight. Yeah. And then another twelve radiant. It's bleeding a little bit. I'm gonna hit it again. 22 to hit. That hits. 11 slashing. Six radiant and another level one spell slot. And then I'm done with spell slots. Nine radiant. It's definitely hurt. I'm going to scooch this way so that I'm not in front of the door. And then that's it. It's Poppy's turn. Poppy can't fit through the door. Poppy's going to try to fit through the door. Poppy's stuck in the doorway. Could she break the wood? Is she strong enough to break wood? If she attacks it, she could. She's pushing through it, it'd probably just crack and bend a little bit. She's currently just trying to get in the room, but she's just stuck here. Lala, it is your turn. Alright, so are there any windows on this side of the wall, or are they all on the outside of the boat? <laughs> uh, they're not on this side of the wall. However, Poppy is large enough that, and you are small enough that you could, like, scooch under her, or around her. Ugh. <clears throat> is there an opening between her feet where I could just kind of, like, sit under her and stay there? <laughs> yeah. Alright. 
then Lala will do that. She's gonna sit under Poppy. Like right at the door? Uh more towards her back feet, because she's right. got she's got the finesse she feels secure she can like just sling it between her front feet and not hurt Poppy. Okay. So like right uh, there. Yep. What are we slinging? Psychic blade. Go ahead, roll. Not great. I don't know what it is. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Oh, cool. Just barely, but it hits. Yeah. Um. And question again. I'm new to a rogue, so I was hiding behind Poppy before this movement. Does it still count? I can use my sneak attack, or no? Because yeah. I'm first. Nope. Okay. You were hidden. Uh, so you technically have advantage, so you could roll a second attack to see if you get a natural point. All right, we'll do it just Because that help. is right. You were hiding behind Poppy, and Poppy didn't really move to break your hiding. She, If anything, she made it better. Wait a minute. That is a natural 20. It is, but the rolls are coming up different from, from D&D Beyond to... Uh, VTT. I just really because it came up as just a two on D and D Beyond. I'm highly confused. <laughs> I mean, you could just pick one and go with it and stay with that, but that was really strange. Jeez. It's rolling it twice. That's weird. Is I'll give you the natural twenty. Hey. Yeah. So, uh, roll damage once, and then add max damage. Okay. So Without the modifier. Okay. I don't know. If Psychic blades has a modifier on it. Two. It does. It's um four. Plus four. So six and plus six. Twelve points. And, and then, then sneak attack, which also gets the same three, treatment. Two. Yeah. One, two, three. Roll. So this will be plus 18. 13. 31. That is 43 points of damage total. I'm not done yet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bleeding a lot. It's hurt. Uh, you hit it in the wings. So is Psychic Blade. Uh, I can use my bonus attack to Psychic Blade attack again. So she's going to yes. throw it again. This one's just straight. Yeah, why is it rolling twice? Oh, it is. That's really yeah. strange. I see it now. It doesn't uh, matter. They both... It's, they both it misses. Hit. Yeah. Oh. Alright, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, you guys watch as Lala kind of crouches, crouch slides in between Poppy's legs and then just releases two blades of psychic energy uh, from beneath. And they kind of fling and go into this thing's wings and it screeches this ear-piercing, blood-curdling screech as blood's starting to spew out of where its wings meet its back. Deedle, it is your turn.
Beetle. Oh, there we yes. go. It is your turn. It didn't want, it didn't want to unmute, mute for me. Um, gonna try to take another shot at him. Twenty-seven will hit. Yay! Oh, that was garbage. Eight points of damage. The arrow kind of sinks between the shoulder blades, different from where Lala's knives hit and then disappeared. Are you gonna move or do anything else? Will it take a whole action, or would it be a bonus action to change over to my daggers? Uh, you can change over to your daggers. I'll allow it, but you can't make another attack. Yeah, yeah, not until next yeah. time. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that's hey, I'll, let you change, I'll let you swap out to your daggers. Alright, yeah. And then I'm done. Kraka, we're back at the top of the round to you. This thing's bleeding, but it's still alive. <clears throat> I'm just gonna. Well, I still have the whip out, so it doesn't. The whip doesn't matter when it's right on top of me, right? Like I don't get uh, let me check, because a whip just has reach, right? Okay. Yeah, it's still technically a melee weapon, so no, you. It's a normal weapon when you're attacking. I'm gonna whip it. Go ahead. Nineteen. A 19 hits. As you <clears throat> lash it with this very high quality whip that you were that you got your hands on during a pirate raid, no one else wanted it. Just the whip, the crack, it wraps around this thing's neck and then wraps around again and hits the back right where there's an arrow. And the thing screeches and goes down. Blood spewing everywhere in Joaquin's room. The sounds of the ocean fade back in. I can find the thing. Jesus. Not that one. This one. Combat ends as you have taken these two things down. I look at Croc and I, uh, I give him a thumbs up. Nicely done. Although a bit messy. Well, well, thank you. I've this thing comes in handy for getting things off the of high shelves, so. I've learned how to use it a little bit. The blood begins evaporating. And the body begins magically disintegrating. In its wake, a pile of gold is left. I immediately take back my 30 gold. Or my 80 gold. There is there are two hundred and ten gold pieces from this one that you are staring at right in front of you. Can I throw a dagger at his hand? 
Yes. Awesome. My hand? Yep. Okay, no, that hurts. Damn. <laughs> I'm gonna shield. Oh, wait, it's no, it's, that's it's a miss. 16, it misses. Yeah, that misses. <laughs> it's, I look uh, at her. It does land in the gold pile close enough to your fingers, though. Uh, Giving uh, me daggers now? Tiny tots? It's mine. I, I killed more of them. I immediately take my 80 gold. I immediately use Step of the Wind and dart all past them downstairs to the corpse to see if... Uh, my gold has appeared to the one that stole mine. Those were, oh no, those were almost identical. There are there's are two hundred and eighty one gold pieces uh, down where that one's body has already evaporated. So, Joaquim, if you took 80 gold, then uh, there is 130 gold in that gold pile upstairs. Yep. And I look oh. back at, uh, at Lala and I say, go on, take your fill, little greedy one. You said 212 for the bottom? 281. Oh, Jesus. Way off. Are you taking all of it? Uh, nobody else is around, so nobody knows how much is exactly there. So yes. Correct. No one even knows if there's gold down here. So you got there super fast. Okay. Who? What are we doing with the hundred and thirty gold that's left upstairs? Lala will definitely try to snatch it. Okay. No one's stopping you, so you take you get a hundred and thirty gold. Joaquim, roll a stealth check for me. Just for just for funsies. Twenty one. Is there anything else that any of you are doing? Again, I just wanted my money back, so I got that. Um, again, the, the, the top have her. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I would have hoped I would have hoped to have finished that omelet at some point. Otherwise, I'd grab a new one. Okay. 
I'm just going to assess Same. the lower deck Sorry. and make sure there's no damage. No, there's no damage. Other than some scattered food bits on the floor now because everyone kind of went into combat mode and dropped their plates and food everywhere. I'm going to start cleaning up. And there is still food left. This wasn't all the food. This is like the first plate. Might just be like a warm room temperature instead of fresh off the griddle. I can go find me my breakfast. It's easy enough to do as you go back downstairs. I will also go find breakfast. Lala, as you're still sitting underneath Poppy, you feel her wing beat pick up, and she kind of just launches back into the ocean. She'll keep 30 pieces in her pocket and hide the rest of her gold and then go down to breakfast. Okay. Everyone here. Joaquim, are you... What are you doing? Captain of the ship doing anything important? So I mean, how disheveled is the, is our is the state of things right now? Your room's not damaged. Nothing was really moved okay. or anything. Um, and the fact that after a couple minutes, the blood evaporated and the body disappeared, there's really no mess. Okay, good. Um, the only thing that's a little the only that, thing that the, the only thing that I'd say is a little messed up is because it stood on your bed. Like the the sheets are a little ruffled. Okay, um, gonna grimace at that, but not worry about it at the moment. Um, gonna finish eating his omelet, and then he's gonna head back upstairs. And as he heads back, heads back upstairs, he'll cast detect magic again just to see if anything is amiss. You scan the whole ship, and there's no other weird creatures or magical things popping up on your radar. Alright, content with that, he would then uh, man the uh, man the wheel and uh, get back to piloting towards... Uh, well, again, he'd be, uh, use the navigator's tools to try and continue to plot our course and then okay. uh, try and get into uh, the nearest port. Before you do that, I'm going to need you to roll a d20 and call even or odd. Uh, so I'm going to go even... And I'm going to roll my d20. And that's an odd. Oh, that's odd. As you get back up and you're adjusting your course, as your course didn't really shift too much, but, you know, the tides always shift you a little bit and the winds always shift you a little bit. You look forward. Everyone else is still eating breakfast downstairs. Poppy's happily fishing. You see, like this weird patch of fog. Not like what was around the island that mysteriously vanished. Smaller. And you see some broken masts and a cracked hull. 
kind of through the breaks in the fog. It looks like it's almost like a ship coming towards you in the distance. Um, I warn everybody. Up ahead! And I point. And uh, again, I, I cautiously maneuver so that we be pulling alongside it rather than going straight ahead, going straight into it. But again, I'm being very cautious. And then within, once it gets within my range, I would pass the tech magic. Well, it's far off. It's miles. You just, you can just kind of make it out as you're looking out. Okay. It's not right on top of you. It's like miles out there. But everyone downstairs, while you're eating here, keep an eye out up ahead from your captain. Anyone doing anything in particular? I'll walk upstairs with my food. Once Lala gets down there, she'll very, very like low key slide the 30 gold pieces she set aside over to Deedle. Thank you. Now we're both doing jobs on this ship. We may as well get some sort of salary. Indeed. After I eat, I'm gonna head up. Okay. Raka and Lala, are you staying down there? Are you heading up? What are we doing? I'm just gonna tidy up, clean up all the, the dishes and or whatever we were using to eat off of, and then uh, I'm gonna head up after that. She'll make her food into a little sandwich and head up, but kind of stay by the stage just to see what's going on. You guys look out in front, and there's this undulating, moving mass of fog that you can kind of see through at parts, and other parts you can't. In the, in the fog, you see, like, broken masts and a cracked hull, and you can't really make out much else. Um, but it's definitely coming towards you. Not fast. Moving rather slow, actually. Never seen a ship with its own fog cloud. Hey, didn't one of us have a spyglass? I've got it. I think the captain finally got around to finding his as well. Think you can check to see if anybody's on it? Still look. Uh, make a perception check using your spyglass. Is this going to be just like that island where we what? think we see something, but we don't? 
We definitely saw that. Whoa. 23. Using your spyglass, even though you're not up in the crow's nest, you do make out. You, you, you're able to see de more details in the fog. This is a massive ship. Three-mast ship. Two of the masts are broken. The one mast that is up, the uh, the sails and tatters. You can see the hull has various cracks in places, including, you know, a crack running deep under the water. This thing should not be floating. Uh, the fog is undulating and moving, and you can make out some movement, slow, shambling movement on the deck. I'll relay this as I'm seeing it. Looks like a ghost ship if I ever heard of one. Joaquin! Do you oh, believe in... I was gonna say if uh, if she, if I heard her say "ghost ship," my eyes would widen, and then I, again I would focus more on that uh, on that ship. Uh, I'd pull out my own spyglass and take a look, but I would also start to give it a wider berth, so I would start to maneuver the ship away further away from that uh, from the other incoming ship. Well, you have some choices to make. Oh, Captain, my Captain. You were aiming for getting to Arbor. Got thrown off course. You were probably going to have to make a pit stop in Mossorm within the Arlegian tribes before making your way to either Arbor or Zatha. However, you are currently between the main continent of Akia and the Arlegian islands that are the islands that the Arlegians own. There's a strait that runs through this. It's not really a strait, but it's a portion where the ocean kind of passes through, the tides pass through this way. You know that there were Reports of pirate raiding parties along the coasts of this area. Uh, and this ship is coming from the direction that you need to be adjusted to to sail to get to your end destination. However, there are two other cities that you could adjust your course to that would also take you out of the ship's path. They're just further back from where you need to be. You can go to the Arlegian city of Fearday and deal with the Fearday chief. Or you can go to the island city uh, Kanza and deal with the Kanza chief. Or whoever's currently in the city to deal with on a political basis. Do any of us know anything about the two chiefs? Joaquim and Yenor would have 
recollection from a history book. Neither of you had any reason to travel this far north from Zatha. Uh, so, other than knowing like the general structure of the Arlegian tribes and what each tribe is focused on, what each tribe's strengths are. You don't really know much else, unfortunately. Um, you would know some things, but you'd know some things about the pirate raids, not about the tribes or the chiefs. So you, so all of you would know that the pirates are raiding these areas because they're the closest to the Maelstrom Isle, and it's easy to raid coastlines. You also know that Arlegia has the strongest navy and generally doesn't enjoy being crossed without the proper paperwork. Which we don't have. You never asked if you had the proper paperwork or not. I mean, I'm assuming based on the situation, Yen didn't provide me with anything. Um, do I have the? Do we have the proper paperwork? Yen. Do you have anything? You really don't look at the paperwork I put in your room, do you? I mean, there are a lot of things in there. Papers are, are the least of my concern. And he gives you, like, a sly smirk. Next time I'll have to put a pair of panties on top, huh? Yeah, or a cod piece. Or a what? No, a, a cod piece. Am I, am I getting the feeling that Joaquin is a uh, queer king here? <laughs> I'm yeah. What's a cod piece? You cod ever piece see? Like a... You go ahead. You tell. <laughs> it, it's it's basically, basically it's like a like armor that you wear over your genitalia. Oh God. Yeah. A chest plate for uh, yes. your dick. Basically. But yes, to answer the question, Joaquin is very bi. So, according to Yanor, you do have the paperwork, but Joaquin, you yourself do not know if you have paperwork or not. You just know. She always yeah. leaves things in there when I'm hired. So I'm going to look at her. I'm going to give her like a little bit of a, a slightly annoyed look. And I'm going to say, well, can you go and get it then so we can actually take a look at it? Because otherwise, I'm not going near this damn ghost ship that I point at it. I'll, I'll go and get it. And I'm going to mumble about lazy ass ship captains who can't do shit. <laughs> do I hear her say that or is, is it too... No, she's she's mumbling, so you don't hear her because you're piloting the ship right now. However, Lala, she walks right past you. You hear her mumble this as she's walking in the room. Yanor, 
The briefcase isn't where you left it. I look for it, I guess. It makes sense. He's been sleeping in here. Where make the hell did he put it? Make an investigation check. Twenty-three. It doesn't take you very long to find it, but it disgusts you because you know Joaquim too well. You find it in his toy chest. DM, is there a stick or something long in this room? There's something long, but it's not a stick. Is it stick-shaped? It's phallic-shaped. Yes, yeah, replace the yes with a D. <laughs> he doesn't even have, like, a whip or something in here? You asked something stick-shaped. A, a whip is stick-shaped. I mean, so, again, there, there is a phallic-shaped whip in there as well. There's not a normal whip? Nope. Phallic-shaped. DM, can I find one of his shirts? Yeah, they're all over the place. Alright, I'm gonna take the cleanest shirt that I can find, and I'm gonna, like, carefully thread it through the handles on the briefcase and then pick it up via the shirt and hold it out in front of me as far away as I possibly can. It's a, it's a unicorn shirt. That's the cleanest shirt he has in it. And it's not even your shirt, Joaquim. It's one that was left there. Yep. That's why it's, it's clean. clean. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. See, now you guys are getting it. You guys... So, Joaquim, you don't see this because you won't. You wouldn't see it until she's about halfway across the deck. But Deedle and Lala, you see Yanor with the disappointed, disgusted, confused look on her face. Because she spent some time in there looking for a stick and she just found a lot of phallic-shaped objects. She has this rolled up rainbow unicorn shirt threaded through the briefcase handles and she's holding it at an arm's length in front of her as she walks out of his room. I don't know if I dare ask. You don't need to. It's exactly what you're thinking. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to walk it up to where Wakim is and I'm going to throw it at his feet. I'm going to look him in the eyes and point at him. You are a filthy, filthy man. Joaquin strikes a Superman pose with like a devilish smirk and says, and he looks at the shirt and gets like a fond memory and he looks back at him. Roll history check. Oh, okay. He said, ah, 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 ah. We'll see what you remember. Oh, that's not bad. A 16? Mm-hmm. You hope she wasn't 16. Oh, oh no. 
Oh, that's not fair. I felt the animal. As soon as he no, thinks you don't. That, you you like you have no idea where the shirt came from. You vet okay. everyone that you allow into your room. It was just a funny joke. It was teed up perfectly. I was about to. <laughs> but you you vet everyone, even though you have had a lot of fun and a lot of partners. Uh, you definitely make sure that everything is legal, and everyone is legal. Yes. And that there yes. are no criminal activities happening. Hey, so, every race has a different age limit at adulthood, though. So. Yes. We're talking from a... Like, the equivalent of 16, though. Um, you do vaguely remember, like... Body parts. But not like a face. Yep. Or a name. The squishy sounds. You know it was a she. You don't. You. You. It's definitely that's confirmed. I'm sure it was. A, it was a female. Yes, that owned this particular okay. rainbow unicorn shirt. But that's it. Yes. It was, pretty, it was a pretty. It was. It was a pretty high DC to remember because you, because of how you've built Joaquin. Fair enough. Uh, again, slight smirk. Looks at Yenor, gets an even bigger devilish smirk, says, yep, filthy animal, but captain nonetheless. Now hand it over. And, well, actually, no, and then I pick up the, uh, the paperwork and I read it. Uh, it. The paperwork, thanks to Yenor and Kaida and uh, Yenor's father has been completed flawlessly. You have the proper uh, permits, you have the proper licenses, the official mission documentation from the Onyx Accord, which is allied from a trade sense with the Arlegian tribes. And this is a trade okay. ship, not a military vessel that you are sailing on. Therefore, you are not breaking any laws. Uh, if questioned or stopped, you wouldn't really be in any trouble. Maybe just a curious look as, depending on who you run into, they may recognize some of your compatriots, uh, which is what something that hits you and Yenor as you are reviewing the paperwork. That it's only been a few days and you are with pirates. There's a high probability that you either run into a ship that recognizes you all because they're currently raiding the coasts or that you run into someone who recognizes them. You know and I both realize this? Yeah, as you're, it's just something that kind of hits the back of your mind because you're both like, you know, cautious with, yep. with dangerous situations. Like you might be happy-go-lucky and freedom-loving and everything, but you're also like... You don't want to rush into super dangerous situations and be surrounded in a blockaded port or something. Uh, can I have a quick conversation with you, Norda? Sure. Uh, so he would uh, he'd look at the t-shirt, give one last quick smirk, and then kind of put it over his shoulder, and then put on a, uh, a slightly more serious face, look at you, Nora, and say, 
All right, cards on the table. Paperwork's good. And I got to say, this is probably due to your dad and Kata because I don't know if paperwork's necessarily your bit. But... A little rude. Um, well, like, in the past, do, do I know, like, as far as if, uh, if paperwork... If, like, clerical... Like, clerical detail was something that Yenora does. Because I also know that Yenora likes to drink. Yeah, but you also know that Yenora went through college and everything, so she's pretty good with writing papers and everything. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so then he would, uh, again, uh, thank her for the paperwork and say, um, you've also got my ship full of pirates. And you already know how I feel about them. There's a good chance, and you know this too, that they could get spotted out. We'll shove what have you got me into? Slide. It's for the... hmm? Oh, sorry. I just. You guys didn't seem to move anywhere, so can Deedle and I still hear their conversation? It's just thrown over my gate. You shouldn't be able to hear them because they're both up by the daring one. Oh my god. Yeah, but this isn't that big of a ship, is it? Well, you have the wind and the what? water. And you both are talking quietly. Okay. Listen, I need the pirates. They're going to help me with something. We'll just make sure they hide. If we see another ship, we'll send them below deck. There's also a high probability that they're all just unnamed pirates and no one recognizes them at all. What have you got cooking in? You're really cooking dagger. Would he know about the attack? Okay. So I... Joaquin's family and your family mm -hmm. are close mm -hmm. due to your lines of work. Mm -hmm. And your mom has the most popular bakery in Zatha. Yes. So your families are friends. So, yes, Joaquin knows about your attack. Okay. Listen, we think that pirates were behind the thugs that attacked me a couple years ago. And so they might know something. So I need them. He points down to the to the group. They know. They might. Haven't exactly had a chance to ask much. Now's as good a time as any. Let's wait until they're not at risk of being captured and killed again. Well, they're, they're not at risk now. We're just moving away from this whatever the hell kind of ship is. And uh, could, uh, I'm guessing we're, close, we're getting closer, but at the same time, I'm maneuvering away towards, I guess, the Arlegian uh, no. route. The question is, are you... Hello? Both of you make a history check. You and Yenor. Okay. 
I need to determine what information to give you to help you. Or not help you if you roll badly. That's a dirty 20 from Lenore. Oh, wow. Yeah, dirty 20. And that's a natural 20. That's a nat 20 from Joaquin, so you all get an inspiration if you have a slot open for it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm maxed out. Between the two of you, you easily uh, remember the various... There are always reports coming across. Joaquin, you would get reports from uh, your father and various other sailing companies that are just a board of warnings and activities that our people are tracking. You would also get the insight from Yanor and Kaida as they received information. And Yanor, you would remember this information as well. Um, the coasts, the southern coast of Arlegia and the islands of Arlegia were, were pretty dangerous. They were under constant uh, raid watches from the pirates. However, Fear Day is central Arlegia, and therefore the pirates don't go that far up as the, the navy is more clustered up here. Uh, Arlegia okay. doesn't show its true force against what they consider rabble. So, while Fear Day is a little further away from where you need to be, and on the mainland versus on the island, there's less of a risk of running into pirates. Um, it'll throw you a little bit off course and add another half-day travel to get you uh, to where you need to go when you sail off again. Like, it's not going to take a half-day to get there. You're pretty close. Take you the rest of the day today to get there. Um, but then you'd probably be traveling an additional day or two to get down to... Uh, you could get down to Zatha, you could go down to Arbor if you wanted to wrap around and touch in Arbor and check in there before heading over to Zatha. Um, there's a couple different ways to that you can sail to get over through Zatha. You just have to check in at, at certain checkpoints um, for security purposes. And you said and it would add about a, a day or two's extra travel? Yeah, it'd be if you went over to Fear Day, it'd probably be a day or two's extra travel sailing around, depending on weather, if any activity in this area increases, if there are any blockades that happen, um, and depending on the stat, the status of Fear Day, if there's anything happening in Fear Day or in the Fear Day tribe, if anything's happening in Arlegia as a whole that is causing uh, turmoil strife that would hold up your check-in at Fear Day and resupply. And we have enough provisions for, to, survive, uh, to deal with that, I'm guessing. Yes? You do have enough provisions. It's just if you're stopping somewhere, you generally, there's a little bit of a paperwork process that you have to go through with the dock. Uh, and the government, if there is anything outstanding or anything that they need to check in with. And that process can add a couple days if there's other things that the government is currently dealing with. Gotcha. Okay. But between yours and Yonor's knowledge, you would know that Fear Day is probably the safest place to rest after traveling for four days now from a very chaotic and tense situation 
by looking at you, nor can fear day. Fuck it, yeah. If anything, we can take the time to uh, get your, and I, I do like air quotes, friends up here so we can get some more information out. That works for me. He gives a nom, then goes back to piloting. The big question is, are you sharing any of this information with those that are on the main deck kind of just chilling? I'm going to look at Yanor and say, you brought them on this ship. I'm going to trust you to tell or don't tell. I'll support you in this. What'd you say? I'm sorry? What was the last part of what you said? Oh, just that I'll support you in, in, in that decision. Okay, Doc. I'm going to go down to where Lala and Detol are. And I'm going to fold my arms and I'm going to look at them. And I'm going to ask, is there is there a chance that if a cop sees you, we're all going to go to jail? Or like, were you guys more low-key than that? Zero percent chance. Are you saying that because you're 18 and cocky, or are you saying that because you made sure to never get caught? I'm saying that because no one would ever recognize me. Perfect. And you? And I'm going to gesture at Beetle. No one need recognize her either. And you know that for a fact? The mercenary you met a little bit ago? Lala pulls out her disguise kit and starts laying out some of the makeup and wigs and stuff that she has. I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna look at her and say, I'm not I'm not gonna ask questions anymore. No Violet Rigglesby at your service, ma'am. Oh, a good day. Sears, my sister. No. She ain't never been these parts. Hardly been on a ship at all. Nope. My name is Lady Veronica. And Turtle? Violet and Veronica, our mother thought it was quite a hoot. Had a laugh about it at the hospital. We were both born in the same place, you know. Amazing. You gotta go up and ask him yourself. You do remember that Yanor and Deedle were on the same ship. That who? Yanor, or Lala and Deedle were on the same ship. Okay. Under the same pirate captain. Kraka was under someone different. But you also remember Kraka talking about never leaving the bottom of the ship. Okay, so he's probably safe then. You can go up and ask him. Yeah, I'll go ask him. Kraka? If, if he's wanted. 
Yanora walks up to you and asks you the same question if the uh, police would recognize you. Well, I don't, I don't think the police would, I don't think anybody would really know who I am. I just, I was always below deck on the ship and when we docked, I just, I just went to the bar and drank. So maybe maybe a couple locals with the bars, but I don't remember what towns I've been in. I've been in so many. Okay, that works. And then I'll go let Joaquim know that we should be relatively safe with them, as long as we don't run into pirates. Since I already have it out, can uh, Deedle and I dress up and disguise ourselves just for fun? Again, since I already have out. Sure. You can play dress up for the rest of the day. Poppy comes over and sniffs at your disguise kit to figure out what you're doing. Can I make her look like a giraffe? (laughs) Sure. Joaquim, uh, Yanor comes up and relays the information that you're probably going to be safe. There's no chances of them being recognized by any local authorities that you're near. Um, But you still got to be wary of other pirates or other criminals, I would say. Um, in Deedle's case, if you ran in other mercenaries, it could become a little bit of a problem if they recognized her. Uh, but you've run into a lot of mercenaries yourself, so. And it just happened to notice it's a giraffe on the ship now. Yeah, there's, yeah, the disguise kit turned someone into a giraffe. Um, with all this information and with this plan in place, and you're wait, now wait, moving wait, wait, away. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm sorry. There's a giraffe. Yeah, Lala used her disguise kit and made, made a giraffe. <laughs> There's also like two complete strangers. There's also what? Two complete strangers. Two complete strangers and a giraffe are now on the ship. A full-size giraffe. Yeah. Fantastic. I, I just look at you ignoring you for a dead animal. Uh, you do get the ship maneuvered towards Fear Day, uh, which is now would be directly west of you. And you're moving away from the so-called ghost ship, as Lala pointed out. And as you move away from it, it slowly just kind of fades. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It doesn't really follow you. It's just kind of meandering, and then it just disappears. On that note, we are going to call it our session a little early. One of our players has another session tonight, and this was a makeup session for missing it earlier this week. Thank you all so much for tuning in i believe that was a good note to leave off on we hope you all enjoyed it we hope everyone has a fun safe and relaxing weekend and until tuesday have a good night good night everybody i hope you guys had as much fun as i did good night don't let the bed bugs bite Another one in the bag of holding. 
Ha! <laughs> that was bad. Anyway, you can catch us live most Tuesdays at 7.30 Eastern on YouTube, Kick, and our Facebook page. To get the latest information, head over to links.chaoticallybalanced.com, linked in the description below, and follow and subscribe to our socials. You can get access to exclusive content by visiting chaoticallybalanced.com forward slash support. Enough of that. See you next time.